0: Welcome everyone to the Oral Torah Daf Yomi Today's Yishior is Daf Lamed Aleph. We will begin on Lamed Aleph on the top, at the word Gufa on the top line. Today's Daf is in the Zuchut of Rav Binyamin, who took the time out of his day to sit right after a long Tisha b'av and learn a couple of Vlada gemara so the rabbi shouldn't fall behind, he should have success in all his endeavors. Okay. <laughs> okay. Says the Gemara Gufa. Whenever the Gemara says Gufa, the Gemara is going to isolate and analyze the previously mentioned statement. The Gemara had said before, <laughs> Rav Chista had claimed that even in Rukun who says, that your your patur, when you have a simultaneous, when you have a simultaneous Yisur of Karet, at the same time as your chayav to pay money, you're going to be patur. But he says that when you steal your friend's chalev and you eat it, being that it's not simultaneous because you have to put your chayav for ginevah before you get the chalev, therefore you're going to have to pay in that case. Okay? Now, once you mentioned that in passing, we had mentioned that only as a question on Abaya. And our subject really was not this business of what what does simultaneous mean. But once you mentioned it, we're going to discuss it now. So says the Gemara, Let's assume that Rav and Rav do not agree with each other. Why? Who's Rav You know Rav uh Shimshun? No. Oh, well, don't worry. We're going to tell you about it. D'armer ve'abim. Hazoret chetz metchilat arba'a l'sof alba. If a guy on Shabbat shoots an... You remember him? Yeah, i remember. not. Okay, go ahead. A guy on Shabbat shoots an arrow four amot across Roshut HaNabim. Ve'kara shidayim bahalichato and in the middle he rips silk patur, he's patur from praying, because when you uproot the arrow, the only way, you did an akira and a'hanakha on the arrow. You uprooted the arrow and you placed the arrow down. The only way you could place the arrow down is by uprooting it also. And therefore, since akira is so'lech sort of therefore the entire action is ascribed to you, and it's all part of your Akira. And therefore, the ripping of the silk in the middle is in the middle of your action, and therefore your patur says Rabbi Abin. Now, it seems like if Rabbi Chista would agree with Rabbi Abin's statement about the silk in the middle of the arrow, he should also agree that when you pick up the of your friend, if uh, if uh, Ruvain picks up Shimon's chilev and puts it in his mouth, he picked it up in order to eat it, right? And therefore the same way when you shoot the arrow. We look at the, sh- the, the shooting and the landing of the arrow as one long action, and the ripping of the thing makes you patur. If you're held of that statement, then you should say that the lifting of the chilev and the eating of the chilev is one long action, and the chewing of the chalib in the middle is like ripping the silk, and you should be batur. And the fact that Rabbi says you'd be Khayab according to Khilimanikon in that case means he disagrees with Rabbi Abin. Are you with me? Yes. Unbelievable. So the Gemara says, no, 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 don't do that. Really, Rabbi Chishta agrees with Rabbi Abin. Hashta, how could you compare the case of eating chalib to the case of shooting arrows? Hatam over there, with arrows, you can't have your arrow landing unless you're also lifting it, unless you shoot it. But over here, you can have eating without lifting it because a person could bend and eat it. Right? So, So don't compare the two things. Right? It's not fair. You with me or no? Yes, Rabbi. That's answer number one. In other words, over there it's impossible. Here it is possible. That's number one. (inaudible) Inami, a second answer. Says the Gemara. (inaudible) Hatam ibai la'adure. Over there, if you want... To bring back the arrow after it's shot. You're not able to bring it back. Here, when you pick up the khilif to eat it, you can change your mind and put it down. Don't compare the two things. One is irrevocable, another one's not irrevocable. You see the two answers? Answer B. What's the difference between version A, which was that it's impossible and you could bend down and do it, right? And the, the irrevocability says about a couple of differences. Number one. Let's say you have a fellow who picks up a knife in walks four amot with it and after two amot he rips the silk. So if according to the first version A which says you can't put it down without picking it up here too, you can't put down a knife without picking it up and therefore you'd be patur in this case. But according to one who says the reason why you're Patur by the arrow is because you can't re- pull back an arrow once you shot it. Here you can pull back the knife because you're carrying it and therefore over here you'd be you'd be chayath. Okay? Unbelievable. Now once we goofed Rev Chista and we asked if Rev Chista is going to argue on Rabbi Abin and we said that he doesn't necessarily argue with version A and version B. Now we're going to go for Rabbi Abin and say, well, once you mention Rabi Abin, let's discuss him. Gufa. Uh, Amar Rabbi Abin. Abin says, alba alba. If a guy shoots an arrow from the beginning of Fuamot to the end of Fuamot, he ripped silk on the way. Patur, your patur for paying for the silk. Why? Because the akira, the lifting of the arrow, is necessary for the hanacha, and therefore, everything is all one long action, you patur for the silk. Ask the Gemara, Mati Barabaya, does not like Abin, and he says, from the following B'rita, what does the B'rita say? Hold on. Huh? Hold on. Okay, let's go. Hold on let me just see a second. Okay. Let's go. Sorry. It's so sure. this huh? is we have a case, HaGonev Tis and if a guy steals a purse on Shabbat, you have to pay, well now, what do you mean? Because he stole the purse and he carried it out. He's Chayav, why? because He Chayav for stealing before He Chayav on Sekilah, and He Chayav for carrying it from a private to a public and your chayav getting about for stealing it. But if you dragged it out and dragged it out without picking it up, then you patur, because then the two is soon come at the same time. Because you're only chayav for the purse if you pick it up, you chayav when you pick it up. And it's not the same time as carrying it out. But if you dragged it out, your chayav as soon as it hits public property which is also the time when you have and khil Shabbat, and that's when you'll be patur for paying for the purse. Now that's the brightum, which Rabbi Yabin is not entitled to argue with, because he's not a card-carrying Tana. So it says, According to you, Rabbi Yabin, why should I be Chayav if I picked it up? let's say that picking it up is only to take it out, and therefore, just like when you shot the arrow, Rabbi Abin said that the is it's one long action. Let's say the same thing over here. Let's say that even if you picked up the thing and you didn't drag it, it's picked up in you picked up the person in order to carry it out of the guy's property, and therefore it's one long thing, and therefore you should say your yep, patur the same thing. Mm-hmm. You see the brys doesn't agree with you, Rabbi Abin, says Rabibi, the son of Abaya. Answers the Gemora No. Hacha, in the case of the Raita. Bemai Askin and what are we dealing with? You know why? You'd be Khayav if you picked it up. You're right, really. The bright agrees with me, says Rabbi Abi. and they would agree that it's all one long thing. And if you would pick it up to take it out, you'd be patur, even if you didn't drag it. You know why we said. You know why we said that you had to drag it because if we picked it up, we were talking about a case where you picked it up and you planned to hide it in the owner's property and therefore it wasn't meant to take out and you decide you want to run away with it and therefore since the the pickup wasn't the tzorach of going out, therefore it wasn't one long action and the only way it can be is if you drag it. You with us? Yes, Rabbi. Are you really for breaking Shabbat in a case like that, where you weren't, where the akira was not to take it out of the building? I'll ask you a question on Shabbat. It was clear that you can be for Shabbat for our case, but the chayra, if you're not planning to take out, you might not be for Shabbat, as we see from the, from, from Rabbi Simon. If a guy is moving his chair from one corner to another corner, he decided in the middle of doing it, he decides to take it out to the shootal abim. Since you didn't do an akira to take it out, you're patur. So here also, if you're talking about that case, you wouldn't be chayav anyway because you didn't mean to take it out. Don't give me that answer, it doesn't work out. You with me? Yes, sir. No, no, let me let me rephrase that. The case was <laughs> He wasn't planning to take the purse and hide it in the house. <laughs> I meant to take it out. <laughs> but you stop for a second. You're right. Had you picked it up to take it out and carried it directly out of the building, of course, you'd be patur because it's one long action. But here we're talking where you stopped for a second in the middle and therefore it stops the action. That's why it's different. Wait a second. Amad When I stopped, I stopped for what? If I stopped to adjust the load on your shoulder, that's normal, and it wouldn't be considered a stopping, and therefore it wouldn't stop, that you'd be patur. You'd be. Must be, it's talking about a case, where I stopped to rest. But if you stopped, it would be patur. And if so, if you're saying that the case is that he stopped to rest, but had you stopped adjusting your repatur, why didn't we split in the same exact case? Which means, why do we have to split in, in general? The Gemara always tries to contrast with the closest cases. So, therefore, if we want to say a case that Yechayav on Shabbat would be a case where you, you intended to kill somebody will we'll say, and if you killed somebody without intending to kill him, that you're patur for. But we're not going to say, intending to kill somebody chayav and frying an egg is patur, because that's a totally different thing. We want to we differentiate with the most similar case. And if what you're saying is true, that our case is talking about a case where the guy stopped to adjust it on his shoulder in order to adjust the load, then why do we have to contrast it with the case of dragging it out? Why don't we distinct it with the same exact type of case? And we'll say, When did we say that you chayav if you stop to rest? But if you stop to adjust it, then you're patur. Right? So why do we say that case? If what you're saying is true, that the whole thing is talking about a case of Omed, Lafush, then we should have said the contrast in case of a the katev. Well, I says, you're right. So forget that answer. We need a new reason how the B'rightah, which says that your patur, that your chayav on carrying out could agree with Rabbi Abin's statement about the arrow in the shenayim. Ela Hamani must be the author is Ben Azai. It's probably Ben Azai. Because Ben Azai holds that walking is like standing. And therefore, Ben Azai says that every time a guy takes 10 steps in Shabbat, we say each one is Akira and Hanacha. And if so, Shabbat, therefore, if the guy picks up the other person on Shabbat and has to walk 10 steps to get out, the, the step that makes him chayav for Shabbat is the 10th step that gets him out of the properly. And the first step that he picked it up is the one that makes you chayav for the geneva. And therefore, that's why we contrasted it with the dragon case. So the Gemara says, oh yeah. But what if I would have thrown it? What would be lalachah? You're going to say, you're patur. then I don't ask you, niflog, but nothing You tell me, if you tell me that, zorek, you're patur, then why don't I split with another contrasting case? Medz, remember, when did we say, then for the purse, if you're walking, Patur. Why do we have to say you dragged it? Why can't we say you threw it? Versus no, I'll tell you why. Megarev It's I needed to teach you the special halakha of dragging. What? I would have thunk. And it's not the normal way of carrying a purse that way. And therefore, since it's an abnormal way, maybe you can be patur on Shabbat because you're carrying in a funny way. And therefore, you would have to pay. KamaShvah, no, dragging is called normal of carrying. And therefore, you're going to be patur because of Kim Le'e I Amineh. Wait a second. What kind of purse are we talking about? If it's a huge purse that's too heavy to pick up, then that's the normal way. So we don't need the town to teach you that you're chayat for dragging because it is normal. If you're talking about a small wallet, then you're taka not the way. And you talk it would be patur because it's weird to drag out a wallet. No one drags wallets. We must be talking about a medium-sized one that some people drink, some people don't. is? Where did he take it out to? When he drags it, how far did he take it? <speaking in Hebrew> if he took If to the beam, isul Shabbat Ika, then you chayav for isul Ganeva. That but there is no isul Ganeva because you didn't put it into your own property, and therefore taking public property, you're not going to have a Ganeva. The idafke to the shutehichid. If he took it directly into the shutehichid. Which means, you took it from the guy's property into the next door neighbor's property, then isu ganeva ikir isu ganeva isu shabaleka but because you didn't take it to shushan What's his law? Sricha. Da avkuol leti dersu. you took it to the sides of shushan abim. O kiman. Now, which rabbi says that we hold like that by the side of shushan it could be the If it's be the who says the size really means like a shoot beam. And he's about there's no issue there because it's like a shuta beam, right? If he could have who say it's like a private property? He's I said no. Le'olam could be a be and when does the Beis say that the size of Shulhavim? All thats honey in the chiyuv the Shabbat. That's to make you chayav on Shabbat. The because sometimes people will walk there when when a regular part of Shulhavim is is full. The people will walk there, and therefore it's a little bit like Shulhavim. All inyan mikdash, regarding being kohen with mishicha over there. Can you can be kohen? Because people are not usually there. And therefore, we could be talking about that part of Shudarim. That's according to the Gemara that says he took it to the side of Shudarim. Rav Ashi, says, no. We're talking about the thief was dragging it with one hand. And the other hand he left in the Shutabim, and he put it into the other hand but the other hand was below three trachim of the ground. He holds that a person's hand is like a four-by-four four area, and therefore it's like a shoot hayachid. that's according to the answer of Ashim. says it like this. Ravina matni lefalm. Leolam da afikir sutarabim. Really, he took it out to public property. Shubim namikana, but you can be kone in the Rabim. Even Mishikha works. According to this, you can be kone in sutarabim, and therefore you have both at the same time. And that's what you're pattur. So now, what's the argument between Ravacha and Ravina? That one says you, be, you could be and and one says you can't. Why are they arguing about this topic? Says, I'll tell you why. You know why? It's not in the Mishnah. Let's say a guy sneaks into his friend's yard to steal his animal. Are you with me, Shimshin, or no? Yes, I'm following Okay. If I sneak into my friend's thing to steal his animal, right? So your patur, right? If it died while you're pulling it out, it didn't get out of the property, and it died, your patur, because it never left the property. It if you lifted it while it's in the owner's property, or you took it out, then it died, you chayav. Okay? That's the brighter. Now, Ravina, Dayak Meresha, Ravina learned from the Resha. And Rav Acha, dayak say, Rav Acha, made an inference from the Sefa. How does that work? Let's see. Ravina, Dike, Ravina made an inference from the rasha and he says, If it died, we f- we, and we figure, we make an inference, a he and say, Tama, the reason why your patur didn't make because it died in the owner's property. But if you took it out, you'll be chayav in all cases, even in the beam, and therefore, he makes it to Yuk, that Rishut you could be Koneh. Avacha, on the other hand, the Sefer, he learns from the Sefer, it says, Higbiyo or Shihotziyol, if you lifted it, or or you took it out, either one. And we compare the two. Hotzi'ah, taking it out, like picking it up. Mahag, just like picking up, the Ati, the Shutey has to come into your private property, because your shoulders are your private property, So too, when you take it out, Namidatsu has to come to your p- p- private property, and therefore it can't go into public property. Mara says, "Okay." The Rav Acha Kashi, Resha. the Ravina Kashi, Sefer. If so, each Rabbi has to deal with the other one. Diak. What does Rav Reb- Acha do with the Resha, and what does Ravina do with the Sefer? Mara says. You with us? Yes I am. Raisha The Ray is not a question of Acha, because he says Ati He says as long as it doesn't come into your private property, it's called the shoot Palim. And therefore, that's what he means when he says it didn't go out of He doesn't agree that you have to say that the lifting is compared to the taking out, and therefore it's fine. Okay, we're going to stop the daf over here at the bottom of the page, at the two dots. Baruch Adonai the Olam. Amen 'amen. ve'amen. That's your daf, Shimshin.